Chapter Eight of Old Wells Dug Out. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Marcia Payne. Old Wells Dug Out by Thomas Talmage. The best we have. This sermon was preached at Plymouth Church on the evening of the day in which the Brooklyn Tabernacle was burned. And being in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at meat, there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment of spikenard, very precious, and she brake the box and poured it on his head. Verily I say unto you, Wheresoever this gospel shall be preached, throughout the whole world this also that she hath done shall be spoken of for a memorial of her mark chapter fourteen verses three and nine in a village where i once lived on a cold night there was a cry of fire house after house was consumed but there was in the village a large hospitable dwelling as soon as people were burned out they came to this common centre the good man of the house stood at the door and said come in and the little children as they were brought to the door some of them wrapped in blankets and shawls very hastily were taken up to bed and as the old people that came in from their consumed dwellings were seated around the fire the good man of the house told them that all would be well this is a very cold day to be burned out of house and home but we come into this hospitable home tonight and gather around this great warm fire of christian kindness and love and it is good to be here the lord built the tabernacle and the lord let it burn down blessed be the name of the lord we do not feel like sitting down in discouragement, although the place was very dear to us, our hearts often there having been comforted, and many and many a time did Jesus appear, his face radiant as the sun. Today, when the Christian sympathy came in from Plymouth Church and ten other churches of the city, all offering their houses of worship to us, I must say that it became very damp weather about the eyelashes. If anybody tells you that there is no kindness between churches, if anybody tells you that there is no such thing as Christian brotherhood, tell him he lies. I find amidst the sorrows of the day one cause for extreme congratulation. I thank God that the fire took place when it did, and not an hour later. Had it come an hour later, when we were assembled for worship, many who are here tonight. Mr. Talmage here hesitated and was visibly much affected. In a moment he continued, I will not finish that. I shall say to you what I would have said this morning if my pulpit had not been burned up, 
more especially addressing my own people who through the courtesy of this church are here tonight a man pale and wasted with recent sickness is entertaining the doctor who cured him simon the host christ the guest it is unpleasant to be interrupted at meals and considerable indignation is aroused by the fact that a woman presses into the dining hall with ointment made of spikes of nard and pours this ointment on the head of christ it was an ointment so costly and so rare that the bestowment of it implied great admiration and affection put her out cried the people what an outrageous interruption this is why is this woman allowed to come in here besides that it is such a lack of economy here she takes a stone jar made from the mountains near the city of alabastron a stone jar filled with perfume so costly that it might have purchased bread for the poor and pours it on the head of one who cares nothing for the fragrance stop said jesus don't put her out he who had mingled the cup of all the flowers appreciated the breadth of the nard and he who had made the stone jars in the factories of alabastron knew the worth of that box jesus says the woman is right she has done her best and the perfume which fills this banqueting house shall yet fill all the earth and all the ages i notice in this subject in the first place a very pleasant way to get ourselves remembered jesus says that this woman's action of kindness and love shall be a memorial of her i cannot understand the feelings of those who would like to be remembered far on in the future but i think it is pleasant for us to think that our friends and associates will remember us when we are gone to get worldly fame men tread on nettles and work mightily and die wretchedly human aggrandizement gives no permanent satisfaction I had an aged friend who went into the White House when General Jackson was President of the United States, four days before he left the White House, and the President said to him, I am bothered almost to death. People strive for this White House as though it were some grand thing to get here, but I tell you, it is a perfect hell. There was nothing in the elevation the world had given him that rendered him satisfaction or could keep off the annoyances and vexations of life a man writes a book he thinks it will circulate for a long while before long it goes into the archives of the city library to be disturbed once a year and that when the janitor cleans house a man builds a splendid home and thinks he will get fame from it a few years pass along and it goes down under the auctioneer's mallet at the executor's sale and a stranger buys it the pyramids were constructed for the honor of the men who ordered them built who built them do not know for whom were they built do not know their whole history is an obscuration and a mystery there were men in thebes 
and tyre and babylon who strove for great eminence but they were forgotten while the woman of this text who lovingly accosted jesus has her memorial for all the ages ah men and women of god i have found out the secret that which we do for ourselves is forgotten that which we do for christ is immortal they who are kind to the sick they who instruct the ignorant they who comfort the troubled shall not be forgotten there have been more brilliant women than florence nightingale but all the world sings her praise there have been men of more brain than missionary carry their names are forgotten while his is famous on the records of the christian church there may have been women with vases more costly than that which was brought into the house of simon the leper but their names have been forgotten while i stand before you tonight reading the beautiful story of this bethany worshipper in the gallery of heaven are the portraits of christ's faithful servants and the monuments may crumble the earth may burn and the stars may fall a time may perish but god's faithful ones shall be talked of among the thrones and from the earthly seed they sowed there shall be reaped a harvest of everlasting joy in contrast with the struggle for earthly aggrandizement i put the life and the death of an aged christian minister who lay down in the country parsonage the other day and died a brilliant intellect a large heart and a consecrated life were the alabaster box he brought to jesus for forty years he had toiled for the welfare of men and then he lay down peacefully and died we went out to put him away to his sleep for hours the carriages came over the hills and through the valleys the aged came who had forty years ago entertained him at their own firesides the young came who had taken his benediction from the marriage altar ministers of all denominations of christians came with whom he had mingled in christian council we joined hands that day in new consecration to the cause for which he had lived and died and there we put him away in the shadow of the old meeting-house amidst the graves of his kindred and whole generations in the door of whose sepulchre he had stood with consolation and so on the morning of the resurrection when he rises up he will find his old friends all around him and say i baptized you i married you i buried you this is the day of which i spoke often it is the resurrection when i came to talk of his departure i did not have long to look for a text this one immediately flashed upon my mind let me die the death of the righteous let my last end be like his i learn further from this subject that christ deserves the best of everything that woman could have got a vase that would not have cost so much as those made of alabaster she might have brought perfume that would have cost only fifty pence this cost three hundred as far as i can understand 
her whole fortune was in it she might have been more economical but no she gets the very best box and puts in it the very best perfume and pours it all out on the head of her redeemer my brothers and sisters in christ the trouble is that we bring to christ too cheap a box if we have one of alabaster and one of earthenware we keep the first for ourselves and we give the latter to christ we owe jesus the best of our time the best of our talents the best of everything is there an hour in the day when we are wider awake than any other more capable of thought and feeling let us bring that to christ we are apt to take a few moments in the morning when we are getting awake or a few moments at night when we are getting asleep to jesus if there be an hour in the day when we are most appreciative of god's goodness and christ's pardon and heaven's joy oh that is the alabaster box to bring to jesus we owe christ the very best years of our life when the sight is the clearest when the hearing is the acutest when the arm is the strongest when the nerves are the steadiest when the imagination is the brightest let us come to jesus and not wait until our joints are stiffened with rheumatism and the glow is gone out of our temperament and we arise in the morning as weary as when we lay down at night how often we bring the broken picture of exhausted faculties instead of the bright alabaster box men come to christ when they have a great pain or when some terror looks in at the store or house but how few well men how few prospered men come to christ christ has whole piles of broken ware thrown at his feet we take the best of the lumber for our own structure and give christ the chips we eat the ripe luscious clusters and give christ the rinds and the peelings the best thing we can do is to bring our infancy the next best thing our youth the next best thing our athletic manhood but i tell you the poorest thing we can do is to bring our emaciation and sickness would it not be sad if after all the blessings we have had we should bring to christ a wasted skeleton and an empty skull or a shattered box when jesus knows that for years we have had in our possession the vases of alabastron the people of circassia used until sixty years of age to worship on the outside of the temple they let the younger people go in these old men tarried outside because they wanted to give themselves up to worldliness and vice at sixty years of age they proposed to go in and worship how many stand now on the outside of the temple of christian sanctification and christian work expecting after a while to go in i can think of but two aged men that the bible speaks of as coming to god abraham in the old testament and nicodemus in the new remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth 
while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. Oh, that tonight I might twine all these youthful hearts into a wreath for my blessed Jesus. But I remark further that we owe to Christ the best of all our affections. If there is anybody on earth you love better than Jesus, you wrong him. Who has ever been so loving and pure and generous? Which one of your friends offered to pay all your debts and carry all your burdens and suffer all your pains? Which one of them offered to go into the grave to make you richer? Tell me who he is and where he lives that I may go and worship him also. No, no, you know there has never been but one, Jesus, and that if he got his dues, we would bring to him all the gems of the mountains, and all the pearls of the sea, and all the flowers of the field, and all the fruits of the tropics, and all the crowns of dominion, and all the boxes of alabaster. If you have any brilliancy of wit, bring it any clearness of judgment, any largeness of heart, any attractiveness of position, bring them. Away with the cheap bottles of stale perfume, when you may fill the banqueting hall of Christ with exquisite aroma. Paul has made great speeches before, but he made his best speech for Christ. John had warmth of affection in other directions, but he had his greatest warmth of affection for Christ. Robert McCheerney was weary before, but he worked himself to death for Christ. Jesus deserves the best word we ever uttered, the gladdest song we ever sang, the lovingest letter we ever wrote, the healthiest day we ever lived, the strongest heart-throb we ever felt. I will go further and say we owe to Christ all our kindred and friends. Is there a child in your household especially bright and beautiful? Take it right up to Jesus. Hold it in baptism before him. Kneel beside it in prayer. Take it right up to where Jesus is. Oh, you do not know, father and mother, that the best thing that could happen to that child would be to have Jesus put his hands on it. If some day Jesus should come to the household and take one away to come back, never, never do not resist him. His heart is warmer, his arms stronger than yours. The cradle for a child is not so safe a place as the arms of Jesus. If Christ should come into your household where you have your very best treasures and should select from all the caskets of alabaster box, do not repulse him. It has seemed as if Jesus took the best. From many of your households, the best one is gone. You knew that she was too good for this world she was the gentlest in her ways the deepest in her affections and when at last the sickness came you had no faith in medicines you knew that jesus was coming over the door sill 
you knew that the hour of parting had come and when through the rich grace of the lord jesus christ you surrendered that treasure you said lord jesus take it it is the best we have take it thou art worthy the others in the household may have been of grosser mould she was of alabaster the other day a man was taking me from the depot to the village he was very rough and coarse and very blasphemous but after a while he mellowed down as he began to talk of his little son whom he had lost oh sir he said that boy was different from the rest of us he never used any bad language no sir i never heard him use a bad word in my life he used to say his prayers and we laughed at him but he would keep on saying his prayers and i often thought i can't keep that child and i said to my wife mother we can't keep that child but sir the day he was drowned and they brought him in and laid him down on the carpet so white and beautiful my heart broke sir i knew we could not keep him yes yes that is christ's way he takes the alabaster box now my friends this woman made her offering to christ what offering have you to make to jesus she brought an alabaster box and she brought ointment some of you have been sick in the hours of loneliness and suffering you said lord jesus let me get well this time and i will be consecrated to thee the medicines did their work the doctor was successful you are well you are here tonight what offering have you to make to the lord jesus who cured you some of you have been out to greenwood not as those who go to look at the monuments and criticize the epitaphs but in the procession that came out of the gate with one less than when you went in and yet you have been comforted the gravedigger's spade seemed to turn up the flowers of that good land where god shall wipe away the tears from your eyes for that jesus who so comforted you and so pitied you what offering have you to make some of you have passed without any special trouble today at noon when you gathered around the table if you had called the familiar names they would have all answered plenty at the table plenty in the wardrobe to that jesus who has clothed and fed you all your life long to that jesus who covered himself with the glooms of death that he might purchase your emancipation what offering of the soul have you to make the woman of the text brought the perfumes of nard you say the flowers of the field are all dead now and we cannot bring them i know it the flowers on the platform are only those that are plucked from the grim hand of death they are the children of the hothouse the flowers of the field are all dead we saw them blooming in the valleys and mountains they ran up to the very lips of the cave they garland the neck of the hills like a may queen they set their banquet of golden cups for the bee and dripped in drops of honeysuckle for the hummingbird 
they dashed their antlers against the white hand of the sick child and came to the nostrils of the dying like spice scales from heaven they shook in the agitation of the bride and at the burial hour rang the silver chime of a resurrection beautiful flowers bright flowers sweet flowers but they are all dead now i saw their scattered petals on the foam of the wild brook and i pulled aside the hedge and saw the place where their corpses lay we cannot bring the flowers what shall we bring oh from our hearts affections to-night let us bring the sweet-smelling savor of a christian sacrifice let us bring it to christ and as we have no other vase in which to carry it let this glorious sabbath hour be the alabaster box rollins white an old martyr was very decrepit and for years he had been bowed almost double and could hardly walk but he was condemned to death and on his way to the stake we are told the bonds of his body seemed to break and he roused himself up as straight and exuberant as an athlete and walked into the fire singing victory over the flames ah it was the joy of dying for jesus that straightened his body and roused his soul if we suffer with him on earth we shall be glorified with him in heaven choose his service it is a blessed service let no man or woman go out of this house to-night unblessed jesus spreads out both arms of his mercy he does not ask where you came from or what have been your wanderings but he says with a pathos and tenderness that ought to break you down come unto me all ye who are weary and heavy laden and i will give you rest who will accept the offer of his mercy shall jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free no there's a cross for every one and there's a cross for me end of chapter eight Recording by Marcia Payne.